Midkiff here, or should I say, howdy, howdy, everybody. <laughs> I'm glad that you've joined me again for a podcast, and I just hope that your day is just going peachy. And if it's not, I hope by the time that uh, we're done together here in a few minutes, that you'll just feel that peachy coming on, because I believe that it's... Uh, it's God's will for you to be happy. Some people disagree with that. Well, you ain't promised happiness. In America, we're promised the pursuit of happiness uh, as an American. I love that. And then the Word says that He would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Well, when I prosper and do good, I'm happy. When I'm in good health, I'm happy. So I think it's just a good thing to be happy. And um, when you're not happy, you have the joy of the Lord to be your strength. So there you go. Either way, it's a good day. Because this is a day that the Lord's made. And uh, I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it, no matter what comes my way. Everything that comes my way isn't something that I like, certainly that I don't invite, and that, you know, I'm not going to always enjoy everything I have to endure, but I believe that greater is he that is within me, and I can overcome by by the power that is in me, that he's given me, that he's blessed us all with, and through faith, I can, and the joy of the Lord being my strength, I can make it, and then I'm happy again. <laughs> so, um, as we're recording this right now, uh, I don't know when you're listening or how many days, weeks, months, years it might be after I record this that you're listening, but um, what's going on with me right now is uh, I'm watching a lot of basketball. My daughter's playing. And and then, of course, Kenzie, my middle one, youngest son, middle child, he's working here at the church presently with me. I'm so thankful for that. He's making everything that he touches just better. And then Jackie Lee is out there exploring just all kinds of new avenues uh, in his giftings. And he's writing and acting and singing and just doing all kinds of good stuff. So I'm thankful. And uh, one way that uh, I've been able to uh, maintain peace through everything that we have dealt with in the last few years is uh, understanding about fear and understanding that you can be free from fear. I just got to tell you, not bragging on me, but I'm bragging on Jesus. I'm free from fear. When fear comes and tries to to creep in, I just, I'm able through my relationship with Jesus to overcome that fear. And here's the main reason I know that. And this is what I use against the enemy of my mind, the enemy of my soul, the enemy of my spirit. When I have an opportunity to fear, 
I just go to this scripture right here in 2 Timothy 1, 7. Now, this is the Amplified Version. It says, For God did not give us the spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he gave, I'm sorry, but he has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of sound judgment and personal discipline. In other words, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Ooh, doggies ain't that good. That is good stuff. The reason that you need to know how to be free from fear is because fear steals your joy and it steals your enthusiasm. Think about it. You ain't too excited when you're fearful. You ain't too... You're not too uh, anticipating. You, you you don't anticipate the next great thing in your life when you're walking in fear. So how do I get over that? Focus on faith. Let God deal with your fear. Focus on who God is in your life. Focus on who you are in God. There's always a scripture for that too. Just like, you know, it says... God didn't give you the spirit of fear. He didn't. So therefore, He didn't give it to you. You don't have to keep it. You don't have to take it. But you can excel in what He has given you. Well, what's that, Jack? Well, I'm glad you asked, friend. He has given you power. Ooh. He's given you love. He's given you a sound mind. Now, instead of when when things are going rough, you, know, you make a bad choice or maybe you've made a mistake, don't be saying, I'm crazy. Oh, I'm just nuts. Oh, I can't think straight. Don't say that. Do not say that. Well, why shouldn't I say that? Because, okay, go to another scripture, Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And see, your spirit don't know. Your your mind, your spirit. Well, I've been sarcastic. I've I've been. They don't know that. And 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 your spirit don't operate out of sarcasm. Don't operate out of uh, an inflection or a tone or a you know a smirk on your face. Uh uh-uh. uh. The words that come out your mouth, they have power. So make sure what's coming out your mouth lines up with what you want in your future. We'll say that again just so it, it, it sinks in. Make sure that whatever's coming out your mouth lines up with what you want in your future. Do you want to be crazy? Then don't say that makes me crazy. Do you want to be, um, what what's another, confused? Don't say that that confuses me. Well, you want me to lie about it, Jack? No, I don't want you to lie about it, but you don't have to say everything that comes through your brain. Say the things about yourself that the Word says about you. Now, what would you think if I told you that you could live totally without fear of anything in your life? Would you believe me? What if I said... That despite what you saw on the news last night, that you could be perfectly at peace. 
Oh, now, impossible. That's unrealistic. We live in a fallen world, but you don't have a fallen spirit once you're a child of God. Once you accept Jesus as your personal Savior, your spirit is renewed. And, and, and you've got to know that you are a spirit. You're not a body. You're a spirit that lives in a body. You're not a mind. You're a spirit that possesses a soul, which is your mind, your intellect, your um, thinking. Oh, that's unrealistic. No, it's not. Fear is not just a reaction to external circumstances. Fear is a spiritual force. And you have to take authority over it. Fear starts on the inside of you. It's not just on the outside. You think, well, that scares me. Well, why, is, why does it scare you? Because you're, you've allowed the spirit of fear to take root in your life. And then, I'll grant you, I agree with you, the things around us can, can cause that to grow if we allow it to. But... But fear starts on the inside, and it's totally and completely destructive to you. In fact, I believe that fear is Satan's primary weapon against us. Satan moves totally in response to fear, just the same way that God moves in response to faith. Man, if you're walking in faith, the Word says, matter of fact, it's impossible to please God without faith. You start operating in faith, you know, with your praise. You're going to praise the Lord just because He's God, no matter what's going on in your life. That moves God in your direction. He inhabits the praises of His people. Inhabitation means He lives there. But Satan, if he knows, you know, have you ever heard, you know, the, the saying, excuse me, I'm going to slurp some coffee. Hopefully my slurping ain't too bad. But um, next time before you hit play on a podcast, get you a cup. That way I won't offend you. Um, have you ever heard anybody say, well, oh, that he smelled blood? Meaning, because whatever he was talking about, whatever the animal or fish or whatever, when they smelled blood, they just went after it. Well, see, that's what Satan does with fear. He moves in response to fear just so, the same way God moves in response to faith. Satan challenges the promises of God with fear. One of the greatest examples of that is in Matthew um, 14 when Jesus invited Peter to come to him on the water. What was it that enabled Peter to walk on the water? I'll tell you what it was. His faith in the word of Jesus. Well, what caused Peter to sink then? The fear of the circumstances. It wasn't the wind that defeated him. He was walking in the wind. It was his fear of the wind. He looked at the circumstances and gave in to the fear. And what was the result? Let me say it this way. What will always be the result of you giving in to your fears? Defeat. If Peter had kept his focus on Jesus, his faith 
would have never wavered. All the, the, the wind blowing and the mess going on around him would not have drawn him off course. So, how do we stay in faith? See, here's the deal. Faith is developed by meditating on God's Word. Fear is developed by meditating on Satan's lies. So, how do I stay out of fearful meditation? Stop talking about the bad stuff. Stop thinking about all the bad stuff. Let, let me tell you what fearful meditation is called. Worry. Don't do it. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. That's what the Bible says about itself. So use it to fight Satan every time he comes against you. Hold up your shield of faith. You know what the Bible says happens when you use the shield of faith? That you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, of the enemy. Speak words of faith instead of words of fear, and fear will leave. Because whatever you're giving life to is what's going to get bigger in your life. Whatever you're focusing on, whatever you're meditating on, that's what's going to grow in your life. So, here's what you do. Do what Paul said to do in Philippians 4. If there's anything good, think about that. Stop picking everything apart and, and finding the negative. Well, my old car, it's, it's, whew, it rattles and it's dirty. Well, it's dirty because you ain't cleaned it. It ain't nobody's fault. Well, it just, it's old. Instead of saying, I'm thankful for my car. I'm thankful that it gets me from point A to point B. I'm thankful that I get to go to work. I'm thankful that I get to go to school. I'm thankful that I, I get to ride my car wherever I need to. And it will keep me going. And when God's ready for me or I'm ready, whatever, however you want to say that. Because God gives you a free will. And when I'm ready for a new one, the the whatever I need to get it will be provided. But thank God for my car today. And if it's dirty, clean it. You even my daddy, he was a big car guy, and he used to say, uh, "I can remember." He's been in heaven for thirty some years, but I can still remember after he would wash his car, he would uh, we'd be riding down the road, and I was a little kid, and he'd say, "Boy, it even feels like it drives better, Jack." <laughs> good memories good memories but here's the thing don't let life happen to you live on purpose live with purpose and, and i'm all i'm also like this like not too long ago my daughter uh probably on her probably her fault but um her story, her story was uh, that she had been given this uh, notification that she had a test coming up real soon, and she said, I didn't have time, and she does have a lot going on in her life, 
I didn't have time to study. And I, and I mean, she was getting ready to have a full-on come-apart session on me right there. And I said, okay. I said, okay, hold up, hold up. I said, uh, you want to go in school late? And what that would do, see, that'd make her miss that class. And then she could make it up, but that'd give her three or four more days. Now, I ain't advocating nobody do that. <laughs> My point is, don't let circumstances ruin your day. And in all honesty, it didn't hurt anything. And she was able to get more prepared, and, and then it worked. But I'm telling you, stop letting the devil, um, this is an old country saying, but it works. Stop letting the devil hem you up in a corner, making you feel like you have no other options. You have options. You have a brain, a, a, a mind that you can think with. Listen, there's always a way out of the circumstance or situation. God will make a way for you because he loves you. But if you're always going, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? Oh, my God, how am I going to make this? Oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Then whatever you throw out there in the universe, it's just going to come right back to you over and over so instead of saying, I have to go to work today, get up and say, make your flesh, make your mouth say it. I get to go to work today and I get to make money from working. Or if you're in school, um, oh, I have this test. No, guess what? I get to take this test so I can ace it and move on, get a degree and make tons of money in my life. It's all in perspective. Are you living by a world perspective? Or are you living by a word perspective? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read some scripture, then we're going to be finished. Uh, Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my refuge and fortress of my life. Whom shall I dread? When the wicked came against me, to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, even in, even in this I am confident. One thing I have asked the Lord and I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord in His presence all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty, the delightful loveliness, and majestic grandeur of the Lord, and to meditate in His temple. I'm, I'm still in Psalms. I'm in Psalm uh, 27, verse 5 now. It says, For in the day of trouble He will hide me in His shelter. In the secret place of His tent He will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock and now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me in his tent i will offer sacrifices and shouts of joy i will sing yes i will sing praises to the lord hear O lord when i cry aloud be gracious and compassionate to me and answer me when you say, seek my face in prayer, require my presence as your greatest need, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I will seek 
on the authority of your word. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me nor leave me, O God of my salvation. Although my father and my mother have abandoned me, yet the Lord will take me up. Adopt me as his child. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path. Because of my enemies who lie in wait, do not give me up to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have come against me. They breathe out violence. I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord. In the, live, in the land of the living, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Ooh, that's good stuff, ain't it? What do you expect him today? What what do you, what are you expecting? Where's your expectation? Well, when you walk free from fear, you're gonna be expecting the Lord. When you walk in fear, you're gonna be expecting all kinds of tragedy and mess. But don't do that. Don't expect that. Expect you are a child of the Most High God. And if, and if you haven't accepted Him as your personal Savior, I want to invite you to pray this simple prayer with me right now. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, you shall be saved. So I want to invite you say this prayer with me. Uh, everybody that's listening, just say this prayer. If you need to invite Him in, use this right now. Say this, Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you the Lord and Savior of my life in Jesus' name. All right, thanks for being with me again. Uh, go follow me on all the socials. It's Jack Midkiff um, on Instagram, Jack Midkiff on Facebook, Jack Midkiff on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'm on the Twitter. <laughs> and share with your friends, share on your pages, whatever it is. Help me get the word out that, uh, hey, it don't cost a bit more to dream big than it does little. Have a great one.